Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here joining with me today on a Monday. It's hard to believe the weekend is over, but it was a full weekend for us, and today is the 19th of June, 2023, <sighs> at 548 in the morning. So do you have your coffee cups? Raise them in a salute to the day, and... Slurp some of that good coffee because I am so tired and sleepy and my back is sore. But I also have a cat on my lap. <laughs> so I can't do anything because I got a cat on my lap. Have you, have you guys heard that little funny video on uh, YouTube? People have done uh, copies of it where it's, uh, uh, I can't do this, got a cat on my lap. I can't do that, I got a cat on my lap. Well, I've got Thelma on my lap. People are sleeping in the house, sleeping in this morning, because we have gotten up early every morning for quite a while. So um, I came out here after I could not sleep uh, anymore at about, I don't know, 5.30ish. I got up and took the dog out, grabbed a cup of coffee, and I'm out here on the... Uh, under the porch at our lodge and listening to the the birds and Thelma crawled up on my lap and if you hear some sharp bird sounds it's either our, our Bob White that has a little cage in our lodge whistling or it's going to be a pair of um, barn swallows who have built a nest underneath our lodge porch, which I don't like uh, because uh, they leave a lot of poop <laughs> directly below it on the on the concrete. And uh, the little ones, they are uh, they're feeding, they're getting bigger, and that means the mama and the daddy get a lot more defensive. And they just this morning before I started recording, they were just swooping down within a. Oh, inside of five feet from my head. Uh, but they have they have uh, decided I'm not a threat at this time. So they are now out going out and finding food and swooping back and feeding their babies. And they take off again. And they're fun to watch. They are fun to watch. Uh, I'm watching one right now. It has been going really low to the ground all over our moat area. I wonder if it's somehow managing to spot worms or other kinds of insects that it grabs but these things are fast and uh, are kind of amazing turners uh in mid-air high-speed mid-air flight because i haven't gotten hit in the head yet but one of them they came within two feet of me up oh, here he comes again and up and poke a little bit of food in an open mouth and off again so busy parents this morning they are not sleeping in <laughs> oh, well, we had a, uh, a good weekend, and we tried something new, something that we've talked about for a while, but actually put into place, and it turned out good. Now, a lot of times I try something new, and it doesn't always work out. You know, it's kind of like when you try that new pizza that's very different from anything you've tried before, but you have like a frozen pizza uh, 
in reserve just in case it doesn't work out. <laughs> well, we tried something different that stemmed from a raucous conversation a couple of months ago. Uh, maybe three months ago, it's been that long. But we had a hog roast where we cooked the pig in the ground, kind of luau style. Oh, it was fun. It was a little bit nerve-wracking because having never done something like this, you kind of think that it's not going to work. But uh, my son Andy, he came up with the idea and we all kind of ran with it. And so over the past uh, week, we have been in final preparations for uh, what my wife is calling on Facebook the first annual Quicksall Hog Roast. <laughs> So uh, I, uh, I have a little pull-behind-a-truck backhoe. Uh, it's a, you know, like you have those DR lawn and grass trimmer things. Well, this is a DR backhoe excavator. And so I dug a deep hole, deep big hole. And uh, it was, what was it, six foot by eight foot by about three foot in spots. And... Uh, and so the, the hole was made, and we had a hog on reserve from our neighbors just a couple miles down the road, uh, Brian and Nola Schultz. Tap, tip of the hat to them for uh, providing us with a hog that they uh, uh, took care of for us in, in uh, the proper dispatching of the, uh, of the pig. And then we... Uh, uh, yes, or on Saturday, we started uh, the final preparations for for the uh, roast. We, I had actually about a week before, I had split a bunch of wood, which was more than what we needed, and we also had a lot of uh, old tree limbs that had fallen out of a dying tree, and they hadn't been cut up yet. They'd just been in a pile since last year, I guess, um, uh, drying out. And so we cut those up and, and threw them into this big pile of wood inside the pit after Andy had, he had he'd trimmed up the sides, make it look nice, make it look nice. You know, dressing matters. And, <laughs> and then on top of that, we scooped up some of this, oh, it's, it's large river rock. Uh, that you can buy for landscaping, and we had a bunch left over. So we had three scoops from the Kubota, and we dumped that on top of the wood. Some of it fell through, but some of it was piled up on top. And the stage was set. And then yesterday morning, Sunday the 18th, uh, I woke up at 2.30 in the morning and uh, got some coffee and uh, went and got a uh, weed burner torch and a propane tank. <laughs> and by then, Andy was up here and we lit this puppy. Uh, got it going good and let that thing burn down. And at, uh, and heating up rocks. We also had some larger rocks uh, that were from an old rock garden. And so those were also put on top uh, uh, to again, you're, you're heating up the rocks 
to provide long-term heat when the, the, the coals burn down. And, uh, and then at about five o'clock, we uh, met with, the, uh, with Brian Schultz and got our, uh, and his son Austin came at the end when all the work was done. And we loaded up the hog and then came back and my wife, she was up. Uh, and so the three of us worked to get the meat seasoned with Hawaiian sea salt. Because uh, we were kind of doing it luau style. We um, made a cage out of some very fine hardware cloth that was stainless steel. And, and uh, sewed together, cut sheets of that to wrap the hog in. Got out the tractor, log chain, baling wire. Because you got to use baling wire on everything. <laughs> and uh, uh, got the pig hoisted up. And, uh, and then Andy, he, uh, he fixed up the, uh, uh, we arranged the, the fire pit to where there wasn't anything burning that was going to be near where the, the hog was. It was all just coals and rocks. And he laid out 17 cabbages that had been cut in half as a bed to lay the hog on. <clears throat> then he had gotten some, uh, Sushi grade tea leaves that were, I don't know, eight, ten inches long. A hundred of those that, you know, were laid out on top of the cabbage to add flavor and and everything to this. Then we set the uh the pig down. Oh, we put some of the big rocks that were heated, the bigger ones, put six of them inside the cavity, and then lowered that down onto it, covered it with wet burlap, and then on top of that, wet canvas. And then buried the edges of the canvas, not the whole thing, but the edges of the canvas to keep the, the moisture and the heat inside. And uh, that took quite a bit. That took quite a bit of time. Our goal was to get it in the ground at 6, but we got it in the ground at 7. And then you sit and you wait and you cross your fingers and you cross your toes and you cross your eyes hoping <laughs> that this is going to work because you've never done anything like this before. And so Andy went home, took a nap. I went inside at my wife's orders and took a nap. And then we did preparations here for getting ready for the festivities. And we had uh, uh, people showing up uh, early to mid-afternoon. And uh, more and more people came and uh, it was it was a fun time. We had family, we had friends. Um, um, the The farthest traveling person was my buddy Duke, and he came from uh, Southern Indiana to uh, enjoy the festivities, and was tickled that he made it up, but tickled that everybody came. And uh, when it was time to eat, the the hog had been checked. And it was doing beautifully. And so we got out the tractor and people gathered around as we raised the <laughs> the beast out of the out of the pit and then proceeded to uh, uh, unwrap and it was just a beautiful golden brown. The only thing that wasn't cooked perfect was just some of the the shoulder meat uh, where it was thicker. 
and it didn't get cooked all the way to the bottom. So that we'll have to do some final cooking on. But everything else, oh my gosh, you didn't need barbecue sauce. You didn't need any other seasonings. It just was seasoned perfect with the smoke. It was incredible. Uh, everybody ate their fill. People brought additional food that was wonderful. Um, we had everybody just had a lot of fun and stayed, you know, in well into the evening. Just a great time. So, uh, and and people were like, you know, can't wait till you do something like this again. Now we do have a lot of meat left over. <laughs> Because we cooked a whole hog. Um, this was not a suckling pig size. <laughs> it was it was a whole hog. Uh, but it was just so much fun. It was so much fun. And, uh, and sometimes you just got to try new things to create some excitement, some enjoyment, and, and let other people enjoy and participate in it as well. You know, I tried to visit with everybody, you know, a little bit uh, as as host. And I know my wife was doing the same. Uh, Andy was very much fixated on um, the uh, uh, on the pig itself. He he was a he was a nervous Nelly <laughs> wondering how it was and he he snuck a peek in just to see and it was you know then he he calmed down more. Oh, I forgot to mention yes, yes, my friend from uh uh Duke came in but also uh Aaron and Ava came up from Kentucky uh specifically for this event. So, you know, we we did have some travelers uh that made it. Uh some folks weren't able, they had things that happened at the last minute and and uh you know, you got to understand those things. But you know, again, going back to the point I was making a moment ago, do something new. Plan something new. You know, if if you live every day just facing what the challenge is of that day, you get lost in one day at a time. You get lost in a lot of times the mundane, the routine. And it's really good. And I've said this on previous podcasts. Set some goals. And they don't have to be huge goals. They don't have to be permanent goals. We didn't set a goal of we're going to have a hog roast every weekend. No, that'd be nuts. That would be absolutely nuts. But planning something that's fun, that's exciting, that's challenging, that causes you to learn something new, that's a good thing. And sharing that with other people kind of sets an example gives them a challenge to think about doesn't mean that everybody needs to have the hog roast but you know what are other things that you can do that you can share with other people that's something new that something's fun that's something you can get excited about you know that just makes life more and more enjoyable and that's what i hope each and every one of you that listened to this story this morning uh, about the the great hog roast at the Quicksaw Farm. <laughs> oh, it was. It was a good time. It was It was a very good time. And uh, it's just nice sitting out here and think just, you know, 12 hours ago, 
we had uh we were all leading twelve hours ago we were <laughs> we were dodging these birds uh twelve hours ago it hadn't rained. I'm glad the rain held off till last night. Everybody was home in bed asleep, and this morning I woke up and saw that it had rained. I am so thankful that you know God held off the rain for us till things were done here. Well, I hope you have a great day. Have a great Monday. Make the most of it and uh, enjoy the rest of your coffee. One big slurp at a time. And we'll catch you next time for some morning coffee. Take care. Bye-bye.